This episode is made possible thanks to Naked Harvest. You know your girl loves a good morning routine and something that's a key part of mine is my gorgeous greens powder from Naked Harvest. These greens are formulated with all natural ingredients and are vegan friendly and free of gluten, dairy and refined sugar. I love the pineapple flavour and it literally does not taste like a greens powder. And I know that no matter what happens during the day, I've had my vitamins, minerals and antioxidants that taste amazing and are the equivalent of one serve of veggies. If you want to try them out yourself, head to nakedharvestsupplements.com or check out the link in the show notes and use the code STEPHP for 15% off. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to Stepping Up, the podcast where we explore all things organisation, mental health, routines, personal development, motherhood and health. I'm your host, Steph Pace, and I'm the woman behind Just Another Mummy blog and also the founder of Steph Pace Planners. But I can assure you this is not just another podcast. Online, I'm known for my organisation tips and tricks and the occasional banter, but it definitely wasn't always this way. I used to be a hot mess and occasionally still am, and I'm here as your honest and real friend each week to show you how I turn my life of chaos into clarity. Between the house, health, kids, work, and wanting to be the best version of yourself, it can be overwhelming. And I'm here to give you the tools and tips to stop you feeling like a slave to your daily tasks, home, life, and especially the expectations you have on yourself. Join me as I share my journey and insights into the art of balancing it all and speak to guests who can help us all live a better life. Whether you're looking to streamline your daily routines, boost your well-being, achieve your fitness goals, dive into personal development, or find inspiration to step up into the best version of yourself, we've got you. So are you ready to step up your game? Let's go. Hello, guys, and welcome back. I hope you're all well. I wanted to start off saying the number of you that have really enjoyed my ambience tip from the other week, you know how I said, go on YouTube and type in ambience and you can find like Hogwarts and all those really nice places and you just get it like cozy at home or have it playing in the background where the kids are going crazy. I just love it. Like so many of you guys have found all these really cool scenes on YouTube. So definitely check it out if you haven't looked at it yet. Literally go on YouTube and search ambience worlds or ambience scene And you can choose like a coffee store and things like that. And it is so, so good. So yeah, definitely have a look. A bit of a life update. So there's so many things I could go into right now. But first up, you know, the ankle's still fractured, still in a moon boot. But do you know what's funny is having this injury has actually motivated me more. And look, I'm not perfect whatsoever. But with this, I've just found it really motivating because I feel like you can either let it obviously ruin your day or months. Or, you know, we always say this, it's like, you know, when you get a cold and you're like, oh, I should have been grateful when I wasn't sick. Like I always take my bloody non-sore throat for granted. Like you always do it. And it's the same when you injure yourself. You're like, oh, my ankle was so amazing and I just took it for granted. So yeah, it's actually really motivated me, you know, in terms of my fitness, which you guys know, I do go to the gym pretty much like four or five days a week because I love it. But now I'm still going and I'm determined. And now I'm really determined to like work on my mobility more and just like more functional things. So I want to be a granny that's like fit as, she can do the splits, like that's what I want to do. So you know, I've taken it in my stride. I do have my moments. Again, I can't drive and it's a lot of pressures on Ryan, but I have definitely just kind of decided to like turn it into a positive. And of course, because I'm a PT as well, I've managed to make a new workout routine. And instead of going for walks, I just jump on like the little stationary cycle bike at the gym and things like that. So, you know, it is what it is. 
I'm going to get better and I'm not going to take my ankles for granted again. Ryan's such a shithead. Do you know what he's been doing? I swear he rubs it in. He's like, when I'm like a bit stressed out, then he's like, just go for a run, Steph. Or then he'll like say, oh, you know, don't you just wish you could do this? And he starts jumping up and down. And I'm like, you're such a shithead, mate, honestly. I don't know if your partners are like that, but Ryan and I, we tend to give each other a lot of shit, but he's just taking it to the next level. Anyway, moving on. The other weekend, I went into a little bit of a TikTok spiral and I came across hair talk. And now I'm in this like, I don't know if it's like my ADHD, but I get obsessed with certain things for a while. And right now my obsession is all about making my hair grow. Little backstory, before I bleached my hair blonde, I think I was like 18, I had really long, luscious, thick hair. Anyway, I went to a really dodgy hairdresser. It was like $80 and I literally, like my hair pretty much nearly all fell out. It was really, really bad. And ever since then, it just hasn't been the same. I did manage to grow it really long a few years ago and then I gave it the chop. And of course, like, I don't know what it is about females, but I feel like we either want to chop all our hair off or we want to have like long mermaid hair. Like there's no in between for us. So right now my obsession is my hair growth. And there's so many tips, like you can get rosemary oil and you got to like get these little scalp massager things. So I went out and bought all this random shit and Ryan's like, what are you doing? Like I come downstairs and I've got like this greasy head in this bun. And then he sees me like massaging my head with this scalp massager. And he's like, what is happening? Like, what are you into now? Um, But yes, if you guys have any hair tips, let me know because this is going on a tangent now, but I do have hair extensions because obviously I wanted long hair straight away, which isn't going to happen. And yeah, I just really want to like grow it back and just get my hair back how it is. And I've been treating her like shit for a long time. So that's what's happening in my world. Just thought I would chuck that in there. Now, in today's episode, I feel it is going to be a little bit deep, but I feel like it's something that so many women and men at this time of year struggle with. And I think it's something that we do need to speak about. I personally haven't really found any podcasts on this topic. So you know, someone like myself, I've been through my own health and fitness journey. As you guys have heard from my other episodes, I've been from one end of the spectrum where I was completely unhealthy. I was, you know, 25 kilos heavier and I was very, very unhappy. And then, you know, I went on to lose the weight and then I went into full restriction and I was more unhappy than I was in the first place. So some parts of those stories that you haven't heard are going to be in today's episode because there's so many memories that come back to me when I think about all the Christmases that I didn't allow myself to have fun. I didn't go to events because I was worried about the food and it's just such a shame and I really think that this is going to be really honest and open conversation about the reality of how many, many millions of us feel around Christmas time. There's so many people out there that I know like don't go to events just because you're anxious about the food or falling out of bad habits because so many of us struggle with that all or nothing mentality. It's so, so common. And it's funny when I dissect it with you in a minute, you're going to be like, oh, that's so silly that we think like that. But it's just we're human. That's how we think. Now, in this episode, of course, I'm going to be talking about you know, health and fitness during the holiday season, but there's two aspects to it. There's a mentality of it and, you know, the mental shifts I want you to make before the holiday seasons to help you realize that, yes, you can be healthy, have balance and enjoy yourself because it is possible. And then also the hacks you can do throughout the holiday season, what I do now that I've got my balance over the last five, seven years that I do every holiday season, that really helps me feel like I am enjoying my time with my family, but I'm also like, still sticking to my healthy habits. I'm still getting in movement and things like that because it is possible. And I promise you that. 
Now, before we get stuck into it, your weekly stepping stone is actually a journal prompt. I don't think I've got you guys to do a journal prompt yet. And it's something that I've been thinking about personally. I've got a really amazing opportunity that's been presented and I've definitely been getting into my own head a lot. It happens all the time with me and it happens with all of us. And no matter what level you're on, we always get imposter syndrome and thinking that we're going to fail. So what I would really love you to do is to even sit down with your journal and pen or even just think about it. But what I want you to journal about is what would I do if I couldn't fail? Now, really think about that. If you knew you weren't going to fail, what would you do? Would you start a new business? Would you go out and work on your fitness? Would you like get a new bunch of friends? There's so many different things. And I think we are always the ones holding ourselves back. And this is something I really want you to start reflecting on because coming into the new year, which I'm going to do some amazing episodes on about having your best year yet and really planning out your year for success. But That is the question it all comes back to. What would you do if you couldn't fail? So make sure you send me a message. Let me know if you ended up doing this journal prompt because it's going to like change the game and it's going to be really important for these upcoming episodes to get you into the new year. All right, now let's get into it. Now, the first thing I want to tackle is this whole idea around the bandwagon. We all know what it is. It's when, you know, you're going really well. You may be going to the gym a few times a week or, you know, doing your walks eating really well and then you go and have some cake and you feel like, oh, I fell off the bandwagon. God damn it. I'm done. I'm back to square one. And there's a few different reasons as to why this bandwagon is a crock of shit, basically. And the biggest newsflash I realised for myself on my health journey is that there is no bandwagon. There is no bandwagon to fall off of. There is just life. And there's always going to be things happening. And this doesn't mean that you know, all your efforts you've put in for even a week, two weeks, months are going to go down the drain because you've had a piece of cake. It is literally impossible for you to undo all your hard work, not just on a surface level aspect, but even if you look into it scientifically. And for me to get into this a bit deeper, I'm going to give you a bit of an example. Now, let's pretend you've been cleaning the house for the last couple of days. You've been clearing it out. You've been decluttering. You've been getting things done, like the kids' room's looking really good. Your bedroom's starting to look really good. You've decluttered most of the kitchen. And then there's one day where you don't do anything. You're just sitting down, you're watching TV. Maybe even the kids bring home some stuff from school, which adds to that bit of clutter. Now, would you say that you've undone all of that cleaning and decluttering of the house just because for one day you sat on your butt? and watch the Kardashians? No, of course not. It's like if you're doing a project. So for me, for example, I've been working on a project for a while now. You know, I get really good headway some days and then some days I don't write a sentence. Does that mean I've undone all of my hard work? Absolutely not, because you've been doing it for so long and the results are there. It's the same with health and fitness. It is a little bit harder to see that because it's very, very slow. And I like to think of, you know, with your progress when it comes to, you know, getting fit, if you want to lose weight, that type of thing, I want you to kind of think of the progress like unrolling a toilet roll. I know it sounds weird, but just stick with me for a minute. Now, I want you to imagine you're healing or pulling a square of toilet paper off. You're doing that. You've done maybe 20. Do you notice a change in size? Probably not. It looks the same. But after a long period of time, if you keep chipping away at that, you get to the middle part of the toilet roll, like the cardboard. And although day to day you don't notice a difference, it's still happening. It's still there just because you can't 
physically see the change doesn't mean it's not happening. And that's why it's so important to realise that you going and having, you know, a nice dinner out or having some rest days when you need it, you're not going back to square one because you've already been doing the hard work. Yes, you need to upkeep it, but it doesn't mean you've undone it all. So that's why there's no such thing as a bandwagon. There's no such thing. And this is very much all to do with your all or nothing mentality. And I'm the queen of this. I'm very much someone I have to go all in and absolutely hammer myself or do absolutely nothing. And a lot of people do this with, you know, when they're trying to get fit and into the gym and things like that, or just trying to eat better. And I've done this. I've done it. I used to flog myself at the gym six days a week and eat like a rabbit. And I was more miserable than I was at the start. And then if I wasn't doing that, I was in a heap on the floor and just eating Nutella on banana bread. It was very much all or nothing. And until I understood these mental shifts that are so important and realizing that, you know, life is always going to happen. Christmas is always going to happen. Like events are going to happen and you can't live your life sticking to your schedule hundred percent. Yes, it's amazing and that's great, but it needs to be sustainable. And I always say this, if your health and fitness routine you're doing now is something you can't do forever, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Now I'm the queen of analogies and I love this one. So this is to do with your all or nothing mentality. So I want you to picture, you know, you're cleaning the kitchen. I don't know why I keep talking about cleaning, but it's just a good example. You're cleaning the kitchen and you accidentally drop one of your dishes. Do you then go ahead and grab all the dishes and things out of your cupboards and then smash everything? Of course not, because that's ridiculous. And it's the same with money. I saw one on the internet the other day and it said, if you had, let's say you had $80,000 in your account and someone stole $10, would you then go and give away the rest of your money? Of course not. And it's the same thing with this. And I just really hope that these examples help you kind of understand that, that you're not undoing all of your hard work. And that just really comes back down to the pressure that we put on ourselves, you know, and I, I know it can be a bit triggering for some of us. Maybe we're seeing a lot of relatives we haven't have seen in a while, seeing some friends. And I know like the pressure that we put on ourselves to look a certain way or, you know, again, because you've got goals and you've been doing so well and you want to continue that. And it's just really sad to think for myself all the times at Christmas, I just was just too worried about what I was eating. Like I wasn't present. And we know that's a big struggle of mine and many of us. And I wasn't truly there. I was too busy worrying about, oh, like, got to get to the gym later and do this. Like, what kind of life is that? You know? And you guys know, I love exercise. I really do. It, it is a game changer for my mental health. But you can't let that take away from, you know, these amazing times during the year that you get to be with family and friends. And it just breaks my heart because I know there's so many of us out there that are just crippled with anxiety and crippled with the amount of pressure we put on ourselves. Like, you know, even one year, I remember, this is so sad, but when I was in that really restricted mode and I had very much disordered eating, I was supposed to be getting a cake. I think it was for my birthday or something. And I literally asked them to cut up a watermelon and decorate it with fruit as my cake. Like how, how sad is that? Look, I love watermelon. I love fruit, but nothing beats cake, mate. And it's just so sad that I was just so restricted in my own head that I just wouldn't even allow myself a piece of bloody cake for my birthday. Now, you guys know I love the receipts. I've got the receipts here for some studies to show you that you're not the only ones. Now, a study conducted by Inner Body showed that 61.5% of people would skip a holiday party for fear of food temptations. Like, we're literally letting objects that aren't real, food, we're letting that control our life. 
And I remember, I remember waking up and all I thought about was what am I going to eat today? And it was an actual obsession. And please, if you're someone that struggles with anything like disordered eating and things like that, please, please go see help because it is so important and you do not have to live like this. If you've been following along this journey, you'll know how much organisation has changed my life. I was and still am a hot mess and honestly, without my planner by my side, nothing would get done. I spent years creating these planners. They have sections for monthly reflections, intention setting, resets, challenges, meal planning, cleaning schedules, budgeting, and my secret page to make sure you can balance it all. As a thank you for listening to my podcast, I want to give you your own exclusive discount code, Steffing Up, for 15% off any products over at Steph Pace Planners. So if you're ready to take back control of your life and get on top of your to-do list, head to stephpaceplanners.com.au and use the code Stepping Up for your discount today. Now let's get back to the episode. And you need to realize too that, you know, moving your body and eating well, again, it's not about punishing yourself. It's because you can. And again, I'm someone right now, I've fractured my ankle. I can't do my normal routine. And I'm like, oh, I wish I had my ankle back. You know, like it's just the little things. And it really is about you know, a celebration of your body. It's, you know, thinking about you in the future when you're older. Like, I want to be a fit grandma. I want to be fit. (laughs) I want to be able to chase after my grandchildren. And it's not coming down to me punishing myself in the gym. Now, before I get into the steps of what you can do during the silly season that, you know, you can still enjoy yourself, but still feel like you're not fully going back into that all or nothing mentality. Because again, like I mentioned, I would eat before I went to the Christmas party And I just wouldn't enjoy myself. And it was pretty sad. Now, fast forward to now, I will go to the gym, usually Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas. And that's not me saying you guys have to do that. I just like it because it's part of my routine. It makes me feel good. There's no shame there. There's no feeling of being forced because I feel like I have to. It's just because it makes me feel good. And I've got family at the house and I'm like, sweet, I'm going to head to the gym for a little bit. And again, don't do shit you hate. If you hate the gym, don't go to the bloody gym. And it just also for me is about having that solo time. You know, when you have family and friends around, it can be a lot. So it is good to have that time for yourself. So you're making time for you, but also for your movement. So now let's get into it. So here are some top tips to help you, you know, still feel in control during the silly season, but you are also enjoying yourself. Now, the first thing is making time for movement, just like I briefly touched on. This doesn't have to be, again, it doesn't have to be a a gym session. It can be going for a walk. You know, on Christmas Day, I actually always go for a walk after the kids have opened all their presents and I just really enjoy it. I ask my cousins to come because my cousins are there too and we all just go for a walk together and it's a really good idea as a family. So you feel like, you know, you're all together, you're enjoying each other's company, but you can also do things that are a little bit more active if you want. So go for a walk together. My cousins even come to the gym with me sometimes. So doing things like that. Now, the other thing I like to really focus on is somewhat keeping my routine in place. Now, that's not saying, you know, my bedtime routine and things like that, because obviously you've got Christmas dinners, you're going to be up late with the fam and that's fine. But for me, my morning routine is really important. And again, that comes down to having that me time. So my cup is full so I can be my best self for everyone around me. So for me, you know, having your morning routine is really just going to like give you time to sit down and be intentional for the day ahead. So it can be a quick journal. It could be a meditation. It could just be, again, going for a walk solo, listening to your favorite podcast, hopefully this one. (laughs) And it will change. It will change. Like, look, I'm not doing my morning routine every single day during, you know, Christmas when my family's there, but I do it when I can. And that's okay. Now, another thing you can do if you are just wanting to be more mindful of 
getting in your fruits and veggies and just eating a more balanced amount of food throughout the Christmas season. And again, doing that because it makes you feel good is offer to bring your own plate of food to contribute to everybody else. Like people, look, when I have Christmas and my family brings a plate of food, I'm like, hell yes, this is amazing. So offer to bring some food as well, because then you also know, okay, if there's nothing else there that I like, I've got this. So, you know, bringing a plate of protein, bringing salads, bringing anything that you know goes well with your tummy. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you what that is because we are all different. And I think it's just so dangerous to be, you know, telling people exactly what they should be eating. Every time I share, you know, my days on a plate, it's only for inspiration. So, you know, offer to bring your own plate of food because, again, if there's nothing there that you like or that makes you feel good, then you can resort back to what you brought. And if you're going to a party where you can't bring your own food and you don't know what's there, like just think about the grand scheme of things of your whole life. You're not going to undo all of the work you've put in in a day. It's just not possible. And it's good to just enjoy yourself, you know? I love being in a bloody potato bake coma at the end of the day. (laughs) Potato bake on Christmas is elite and I refuse to say otherwise. Now we've briefly touched on, you know, making time for movement, sticking to some parts of your routine and, you know, bringing your own food to certain events and things where you can. The next thing is not being so hard on yourself. You know, again, like I said, in the past when I would quote unquote slip up my meal plan or my bloody routine, I used to absolutely crucify myself. And it really does just take the joy away from Christmas and out of your life, really. And I know this more than anyone. I've told you guys, like I got to this point where I was just so incredibly depressed and I was doing, you know, bloody bikini competitions on stage. Um, Again, I'll link that episode below if you missed it so you know what I'm talking about. But, you know, I got really lean and I had the abs and all the things and I was more depressed than I was when I was unhealthy and probably 30 kilos heavier. And that's because I wasn't living my life. I wasn't enjoying myself. Like, what's the point of you busting your ass day in and day out to, you know, look a certain way where you you can't even go out and enjoy yourself and enjoy your life. There's no point. So it's all about that balance. So just don't be hard on yourself. Let yourself have the cake. Let yourself enjoy the eggnog, whatever you have on Christmas. It's honestly just about balance. It really is. It's not like you're going to be doing this every day. It's Christmas. Now, the next one is one of those ones where you're like, oh, here we go, Steph, we've heard this before. But the next one is staying hydrated. And this also comes into play if you're going to be drinking alcohol and things like that. But, you know, when you're really busy with everyone throughout the day, you do tend to forget to drink water. So again, my biggest hack with water is as soon as I wake up, I will drink a full glass of water. And then before each meal or snack of my day, I will have water. So say if you just do that, have your morning one, and then say you do your three meals of the day, that's already two litres. So you've done your two litres for the day. You know what I mean? So it's taking the thinking out of it and your body will will love you for it because <laughs> no one wants to feel like a shriveled up old prune at the end of the day after you've been drinking too many vodka cruises. The next thing kind of relates back to your routine, but it is allow for change in your routine throughout the holiday season. And this was a really big shift for me personally. Like I remember when I was, you know, sticking to my routines and things like that and I would go out for dinner and maybe eat things I wasn't quote unquote meant to. And then I just threw in the towel for the rest of the day or the rest of the week. And I'm like, oh, I'll start Monday, I'll start Monday. And it was just a really bad mentality that I had. I was very much, again, all or nothing mentality. Whereas this is where you just need to view your way of living as a lifestyle. And again, I'll say it again. If you're doing something right now that you know is not sustainable forever, you shouldn't be doing it because you should be allowed to enjoy all kinds of food, all types of food with no guilt. 
And you should be allowed to miss gym sessions or exercise sessions if you've got a busy day and you, that's what you want to do. That's okay. You make up the rules of your own life. No one's here telling you that you can and can't do that. And it's always us in our own heads crucifying ourselves if we don't live up to our own expectations, which usually are very, very high. So just be kinder to yourself. And this is where also where, you know, doing your journaling in the morning before you do have events on is really going to help you get out of that, get out of your head and into your life again and realize that, yes, you can upkeep and be quote unquote healthy and, you know, looking after yourself, but you can also enjoy yourself as well. I hope this episode has made you feel a little bit less alone in this because I do feel like not many people talk about this online, especially Everyone just kind of goes about their holidays and feel the guilt by themselves or get really hard on themselves and no one really talks about it. I think it's like a very much topic of shame. And, you know, again, I've, I've been there. I've done it. I get it. I really do bloody get it. And, you know, there's only so many Christmases we get with people we love. And I know this is getting deep, but as someone like myself, you know, I've lost my nan and my dad in the last year and I'll never get those Christmases with them back ever again. The ones where I was just obsessing over what I was eating, where I was maybe not going to some events because I was worried about, you know, temptations or that I was maybe missing a gym session or whatever. Like, I'm not about that. Like, life is not about that. And I just really want you to be more present in your life. And no, yes, you can. You can look after your body and move your body and do all those things during the holiday season, but you can also live your life and enjoy yourself. So I do hope this episode has helped. Please always DM me if you have any questions or if you've also just been like stepping up your routines because I just love, love to see it. Just honestly fills my heart. So thank you so much again and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode of Stepping Up. I don't want this to be just another podcast you listen to, get inspiration and then you don't take action. If there's been something in this episode that will help you step up into the best version of yourself, open up your notes app or your trusty planner and make a plan. And if you love listening to today's episode, please take a screenshot and show me where you're listening from. I absolutely love seeing it. Make sure you tag Stepping Up and Just Another Mummy Blog and make sure you subscribe because you won't want to miss what's coming up next week.